Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. Join me as we have a real life discussion on how to change your life by changing your thoughts. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. My name is Sloan Fremont, and I'm your host. And this is a show where we talk about changing our life by changing our thoughts. And today we're going to talk about healing, empowering, and liberating ourselves with a leader in the field of alternative medicine and a modern alchemist, Adora Winquist. Adora is the author of the book, Detox, Nourish, Activate. Plant and Vibrational Medicine for Energy, Mood, and Love. This book is a revolutionary guide to personal growth designed to deepen your understanding of your trigger points and those unwanted patterns with a step-by-step roadmap of practical and accessible tools and techniques to transform your life into the one you were born to live. So Adora, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much, Sloan. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Yes. And so when we're talking about understanding our trigger points and, and really being able to let go of the, those unwanted patterns, that's music to my ears because we talk about that on this show all the time. So um, let's start out by telling the audience just a little bit about yourself and what led you to write your book. Absolutely. So I've been working in the field of alternative medicine, of wellness, of essential oils and energy medicine for the past 25 plus years. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's so funny because I'm working on a new book and a new program right now, but I'll tell you a little bit about more in a few minutes, but I was going through some of my own old journals and Mm -hmm. got back to some formulas back from the mid nineties. Right. (laughs) How incredible, because we forget time goes by so quickly and we forget sometimes uh, the wonderful history that our past does have, because it's it's easy to think about, gosh, all of these experiences that have been adverse in nature are challenging, but we forget some of the beautiful stops along the way. So um, really my passion for this work has come through my own healing journey. Mm -hmm. So, so much of the inspiration from the book came from not only thousands of client profiles and formulas and um, healing notes, but also notes and stories from my past Mm -hmm. and growing up in um, my early childhood dynamics that had significant adversity, right? Like, like all of us, right? Right, exactly. Think about so often diamonds, right? Because mm-hmm. diamonds, I work with gems, crystal alchemy, but the diamond is a mineral that forms through what? Great pressure. Right. And so we color uh, in that we all have experienced adversity and challenges in our life. And that adversity is really meant to serve as a reminder of how brilliant, how beautiful, how much clarity we do have once we go through our process of polishing, right? When we yeah. We're incredibly multifaceted and um, multidimensional. And because of that, the more we move through our own journey of transformation, of awakening, of self-mastery, if you will, that is part of the polishing process where we come into the true understanding that um, the only way to something is through it, Yeah. right? Yeah. Loving and really being able to experience life from the perspective of our adversity being blessings, right? A blessing is something it, um, 
is where we've taken a life lesson, a soul lesson, and we receive the gift of blessing from it. Mm-hmm. So even though my early childhood life, um, which where I spent so much time in nature, right? The nature mm-hmm. for me was a great solace, but those moments of great adversity are what brought me to the healing journey. Um, and once I began to experience the transformation possible in working with essential oils and herbs and energy medicine, um, I knew that I wasn't the only person suffering. Yeah. And that um, the path of transformation that I was able to move through, you know, when we have those older over the shoulder moments and we look back on our life and we understand that it has never been about a perfect journey. But acknowledging even the simplest ways that we've shifted and transformed and awakened to even the quantum leaps along our pathway. And so that really became a a driving desire and a passion for me to hold that torch of illumination Mm -hmm. for those that are walking a similar journey. Yeah. And that's all of us, right? Especially everybody listening to the show, because um, everything you're saying is, you know, right in line with what we talk about. And it reminds me of this, um, my brother, this past weekend, they had been camping and he sent me this picture and it was of this little caterpillar and the caterpillar had these eyes on the top of its head that they, they were quote eyes. They weren't actually eyes. It was just in the design of the body. And I was thinking about that, about how that caterpillar has morphed and changed over generations in order to survive. Right. And and we go through that same journey, right. As you're talking about with these adversities or these life lessons, these things that come up, we go through these, um, these, this morphing and changing within ourselves to survive, to be, maybe sometimes it's because we, there's not, not, not another choice. Sometimes it's because we've made the choice to do this, but this journey of, of going through these things, um, I know for myself early on felt like, like, why am I going through this? Like, I guess maybe from a younger age, I felt like I was supposed to have a quote, perfect journey. But when you look through, you know, when you, like you're saying the over shoulder, over the shoulder and looking back, um, there's no such thing as a perfect journey. And every journey is individualized for each person. And if you're taking what your, your lessons are, what you've been given in life, and you're able to turn those around and really love yourself enough to go on that journey, I guess. I think that that's one of the keys. Absolutely. I I love the way that you frame that because in some degree, we all start out at that base level of the pyramid of what Mm -hmm. I like to call the survive to thrive triad, right? Based off hierarchy. And so in some respect, we have some um, imprint um, seed, if you will, deep within our soul that we've come into this life to awaken, to heal, to transform, to evolve, and to understand more about ourselves and our relationship to the world around us. And ultimately how powerful we are as creators to be able to transform the patterning Mm -hmm. and emotions, the thought processes, the belief systems that keep us in a pattern of survival mode. And then as we rise to living a life of thriving, in the process of rising, we get to see all of the different vantage points of the continuum of the human experience. And what does that do? That builds the muscle of compassion. Yeah understanding that we're all on a similar journey. Our journeys are unique. 
right? Because what we've come into this life to learn and experience and grow is unique, but we are all bonded together. And so think about that too. Um, Like so much of my work has a focus of transforming at the DNA level, Mm -hmm. because if we think about lineage level healing and we think about our DNA our genetic code that contains all of the experiences that we've ever had in this life from the moment of conception, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, um, if that isn't enough of a miracle, our DNA also contains the imprint from our mothers and our fathers and their experiences in life and their mothers and their fathers and so on. Right. Mm -hmm. So when we think about the miracle of this particular life that we have one life to live, Mm -hmm. that we can harness the, the power, the vitality, our vital life force, the power of our positive intention, to be able to go back and heal and clear and transmute those patterns that have been carried generationally. And we all have them, right? We all have those belief systems, whether like for me growing up in an Irish Catholic um, family home, like working hard was the only way, mm-hmm. but working hard for even um, just to barely get by. Right. Right don't work hard, then you can't really justify your existence or your worth, right? Right. So these belief systems and and also coming up in a a family environment where there was much more of an emphasis on the masculine and um, many distortions around the feminine. So Mm -hmm. I learned how to really ally with my father and his belief systems, which in a way pushed away not only my relationship with my mother, but my own feminine. So to my healing process and looking at um, endometriosis and how that arises, how that condition of our feminine reproductive area is so deeply linked with our connection with our feminine, our divine feminine, our nature within. So these aspects that we come into this life to be able to transform when we're really committed to the profundity of the work enables us to transform not just this life, but generations past as well as the future. Yeah. And and there's so much there in what you said. I want to go back to what you mentioned about our own personal power and understanding that. And um, I talk a lot about that on the show because I think that, you know, often things feel out of control, right? We don't have a lot of control in the world, let's say, but the one thing we can control is ourselves. And we, we have the, the ability to do that. Um, but I think it's often forgot about, right? It's, we, it, it's so easy to go into that victim mode or that I'm powerless mode, right? That many times we just go there. It just happens, right? It's just, we're just there. So what have you seen? And maybe if you want to touch on um, if, how, how you incorporated this into your book, like what have you seen with your clients and, and maybe in your own previous experience about really claiming our own personal power? I love this. I was just having this conversation yesterday with one of my team members because it's like, how can we truly sculpt our highest ultimate reality when there is so much chaos around us and that chaos vying for our attention, whether it's through social media, whether it's what we see from, gosh, like we could go into, we could go into the rabbit hole of this in so many different ways, but chaos is what it is. And it's Mm -hmm. always a detraction and it's always a distraction. So how 
learn to sculpt our own reality from a positive perspective with this chaos around us. And then at another level, when the chaos is directed specifically to us, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We think about those diamonds and the pressure. And so this is where um, my, some of my techniques around co-creation and how invitational life is and how we can get into this program that I'm working on, which is called the Adora Frequency um, and the Adora Frequency Alignment, which is where we are able to align with the highest vibrational energy available to us to ground it into the earth, but then to come back into the heart center. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, it's called the Adora Frequency, but it's really not about me, Adora, the individual. It's about the consciousness of Adora, which if you look at the Latin um, meaning of the name Dora and even Spanish and Italian, it means adoration and it means mm-hmm. honoring. It actually means the beloved one. So mm-hmm. the Adora Frequency is all about coming back into a deep remembrance of how to honor and adore ourselves as yeah. the beloved that which we seek outside of ourselves, right? Always yeah. through millennia. But how in coming back into this place and being able to let go of the past heartache and heartbreak, that our heart becomes our true north, the source mm-hmm. of creation, our yeah. presence and our true GPS, Right. And so how we can um, align our frequencies each and every day so that we know that we are seeding the highest, we're paving the highest experience of life in each and every day. So there are some techniques that are very simple and accessible in this regard. And I think it's really important for your viewers and your listeners, because we, um, we book out so much of our time, right? Mm -hmm. Like how do I make those um, micro pivots to shift my energy? Because once I shift my energy, my vibrational point of attraction, then that shifts my emotion, which shifts my thoughts. And then conversely, right? We think the same thing. Once I shift my emotion, I'm able to shift my energy and my point attraction so this is a a paramount um aspect of our personality our um, reality and how we cultivate every experience in our day so one of the most practical ways that i have to say is very early in the morning when you wake up right as your brain is moving through like the theta and the delta and the alpha beta brain waves beta being where mentally alert we're ready to go out and start our day versus those deep dreamy states well Mm -hmm. in those earlier states particularly alpha we are so receptive our brain and our mind in particular our subconscious mind is incredibly receptive so when we start our morning with um, very specific intentional practices affirmations Mm -hmm prayers, whatever it may be for the individual, this is how we actually pinpoint our point of magnetic attraction to aid our experience for the day. And yeah. then while we have all these, what, what seem like miracles, all these synchronicities that start to line up where, wow, is, is this really a way that I can operate in yeah. my day life consistently? Well, it is. Yeah, and that's the answer is yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned you that you were having just recently that conversation about how do we create our, our highest life when, when we're, when all of these things are, feels like attacking us right from all directions. And you mentioned that it's an invitation, right? What everything is an invitation. And also what you were just talking about with, um, with the setting our, our, I it's, it's really setting up your day, right. By, by taking control of how you start your morning. What came to mind when you were talking about that was that's boundaries, that's boundaries on what I'm consuming. That's boundaries on myself for what I will allow myself to do and not do. And so if we start to think about the world in that way, where I don't have to participate in every invitation that I get. Right. And I can put boundaries around my anywhere in my life that I want to, but I have that freedom. I have that choice. That is something that I can control and the boundaries extend to our mind. It extends to what we want to focus on. It extends to, um, what we, how we want to, what we want to consume or or even what we want replaying in our mind all day, right? Do we want to start our day with bombardment of negative news or do we want to start our day a little bit easier and gradual deciding how we want our day to go. And I know from my own experience in doing that, and I've had many methods of where I've done this through journaling, through just in my mind, just making the decision to set my intention. That is a completely different life to live. When you set those boundaries and you reject invitations that are not in your highest good, that is a completely different way to live. Absolutely. Because that way you are, I, I was an athlete when I was younger, I played mm-hmm. basketball, basketball but in particular so it's it's like being on the offensive versus Mm -hmm. being right and so I also think there's this incredible misnomer that we have about um okay we're these physical beings are trying to define to determine to prove um our spiritual existence right our spiritual union I think that's completely inaccurate. I think we are these vast spiritual beings that have chosen the limitation of this physical container to come into this life and master the game of life and learn how to create one beyond limitation. And so from that perspective, if we look at life and we look at creation, right, and we, mm-hmm. we think, well, everything in life is creation, everything in creation is co-creation, even how we, you and I got to be here, right, the co-creative mm-hmm. efforts of our parentage. Right. right. Um, and co-creation is invitational. Mm-hmm. And it's invitational from our perspective, because we are empowered as creator beings to cultivate our chosen experience of reality. So yeah. if I and that my life is, I am empowered to be invitational about it. Well, then we have to acknowledge that we are surrounded by incredible forces of benevolence and that the universe, contrary to what we may believe, even at a subconscious level, it really does have our back, really is offering us the very pinnacle, the highest experience of our life that is possible through all forms of abundance and synchronicity. Um, And yet the aspect of invitation is imperative because we have to call it in. In the morning, okay, so I am aligning for the most benevolent outcome of my day in each and every 
unfoldment in each and every creation, in each and every conversation. And I call forth all of my benevolent allies, cosmic and earthly, mm-hmm. to bless me, me, to open those opportunities of connection, of inspiration, of abundance, of prosperity, of resources, of greater joy and vitality in my life. And the moment that we do that is the moment that we completely understand that we're not victims. We never have been. Right, right, we're right. Victims. It's it's all been in our hands. Yeah, it's been in our hands the whole time. And you mentioned synchronicity a couple of times. And what I have found in my own life and something I actually started doing recently was um, I've actually started writing down the synchronicities that come up every day. Um, that is a very interesting exercise to start to notice patterns, to start to see, you know, if you're feeling a particular way or if you're, you know, whatever, whatever it might be in your own experience and being able to invite synchronicities in, invite those on our behalf to come in and work with this in this world. When we slow down enough to pay attention to those synchronicities, we start to see that it's more than just, oh, well, that's, that's cool. That happened. Or, wow, that's a coincidence, right? You start to see, you start to see there's a bigger picture there, but unless we slow down to pay attention to that, because I even struggled with writing these down, I would think, oh, I'll do it later. And then I would forget, or I I would never write it down. And so being able to, I think, slow down enough to start to pay attention to these things like synchronicities or the, your particular emotions that you're feeling or the boundaries that you may or may not have, or the invitations that you are or aren't accepting that awareness of that being that, that will go, I think (laughs) that will go so far because you've done the hardest part. You slowed your mind down enough to start to pay attention and listen. So And it's such an amazing, it's, it's, you start to see these things that you couldn't see if you didn't slow down and pay attention enough to, um, and pay attention to them. I think that's so true because what happens is it creates a stepping stone effect, right? And each moment Mm -hmm. that knowledge, even the smallest synchronicity or magical moment, or what is a seeming miracle, the more that increases our vibrational magnetic point of attraction for greater similar experiences and the more that we're able to trust ourselves so for me in my process one of the things that I teach often is on psychic development well how Mm -hmm. can I teach how can we teach on anything until we have embodied the teaching to some degree within us right and so I've noticed um, for me in particular is the more that I acknowledge these synchronistic events, the more that I begin to trust my judgment, right? And for me, so I'm a dream creator. Well, this dream creator being aspect of myself didn't really come online until I could start to trust myself more deeply through the exact experiences that you're talking about and so for example we've just launched our um adora alchemy quantum Mm -hmm. community library Mm -hmm. and and so this is one of those things that came to me through dream time is how can we because we're all now busier than ever Mm -hmm. and we're at this pinnacle of mood-based discontent yeah collective And so, and then the pressure keeps increasing, the chaos keeps increasing and opportunities for discontent 
uh, disharmony are around us everywhere. So how can I, as a leader in my field and someone who is passionate about my work of elevating consciousness on the planet for all of humanity, how can I contribute in a way that is true service? So so I started to get these dreams of this library to be for, for someone like myself who loves books. Well, when I want information, is it, how convenient is it to have to go to 10 different books? Right. right. Or, oh, I'll look at that website or that social media site, but we all know that makes a whole rabbit hole of time. And then <laughs> oh, yeah. or an hour later, and you're not even really sure what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> information that you were searching for to begin with. So for for me, that listening and really honoring that intuition um, is how the library was formed as a way to offer all seekers, wherever you are in your path of spiritual awakening, of transformation, of self-mastery, wherever you are in the world, a way that you can honor your most precious commodity, which is your time and energy. Yeah. And how one place. So we, my team and I created these beautiful images and four pillars of meditation, alchemy, essential oil, alchemy, crystal alchemy, and practical alchemy, which are like four primary tools that anyone can use. And many of them you can use anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. Because they do very practical, accessible, consumable tools and techniques to transform and elevate your vantage point of reality of experience, mm-hmm. of emotion, of thinking, right, of your belief right. system. And so, um, so this has been a really fun project to pull together and then to be able to offer. Now, even though there's, there's three different membership tiers, depending on how much and when you want to have the um, curated meditations and alchemy and practical alchemy and information on essential oils brought right to your um, site that you log into, or if you want uh, to just join the All Seekers free membership library, it's all in one place. And so I think when we're really looking at how can I optimize my tools for transformation, mm-hmm. my interventions and make my life easier, like to me, this is one of the, the most easeful ways to do that and offer that that came through my own process of listening and, and honoring those little synchronicities that start to happen when we call in our highest experience expression of life. Yeah. And that what you were talking about with that, that trust factor is so big because it's easy when we're maybe starting out with this kind of work, or maybe we've been back and forth with it. It's easy to feel like, I'm just making this up or I'm just, you know, these thoughts aren't real, right? Or this, oh, that's not a big deal that this synchronicity happened, right? But they're all big deals and you're not making it up, right? It's, but it's, it's developing that confidence within yourself and being able to have the right tools to do that. That, like you said, because once you get, once you keep doing this kind of work and you, you, you start to pull in. And as I said earlier, it, it's a different life because you're, you're pulling from a different place, right? You're not pulling from the, the energy of fear and anxiety, right? You're pulling from that more centered, um, heart centered space. Like you talked about where you have the confidence and, and you just know there's no more wasting of the time trying to seek outside of yourself, right? Because you just know it internally. Exactly. Exactly. 
And that is when you really come into the understanding that your heart is this incredible um, GPS, is this incredible connection to your inner voice and that it is truly the source of all creation because then you're connected to the source of everything. Yeah. Yeah. You're not to continually seek from the place of ego, right? right? You're remembering how to listen to your own voice within. Yeah, completely. I, before we wrap up, I want to talk just a little bit about I know your book talks about uh, the different plants that are available along our journey with healing. Can you touch on that for just a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Well, my specialty is working with essential oils, which are the most potent form of plant medicine. Um, And they are these revolutionary remedies that we can literally in the moment shift our mood and feeling response. So let me a little bit before, before I I go into the how of that, the why of that is because they are both biochemically active and vibrationally active, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They contain constituents uh, from a medicinal perspective, but also the vibrational patterning and the quintessence of the plant itself. Mm-hmm. And they are the most volatile, concentrated liquid aqua, um, aspects of the plant. That is why they are the most potent form of plant medicine. And my caveat to this, and we could go on about this for ages, but <laughs> we're seeing the purest essential oil is imperative for it to have the level of not only benefit, mm-hmm. um, but to honor the authenticity of production of true essential oils, pure and pure premium, even though every essential oil is going to say that every oil company say that their oil is pure and premium, but know your source. So Mm -hmm. that's a caveat there because when you're using the essential oil, because it has the effect of being able to pass through the blood brain barrier, which as we know is rare, but because it is lipid fat soluble and it's molecular size, it is able to pass through the blood brain barrier and offer the full gamut of phytonutrients, not only to the brain, but the blood and the different systems of our body. But going back to specifically on mood, memory and emotion, because of the proximity of the nose to the brain and the power of the limbic system and amygdala that regulates so much of our physiology, but specifically memory and emotion we can literally transform how we feel in the moment by inhaling um, the the right essential oil right and purest essential and because of this we can literally repattern the neural pathways of our brain from Mm -hmm. past traumatic, traumatic experience so we can start to reframe our expectation of life experience to be one that is filled with joy of harmony of greater well-being right greater vibrancy yeah. so forth yeah. um, and because of this powerful connection and it's a the essentials oils ability to reset re-regulate the nervous system um, these are profound medicines for this response right and if you think about it if you had something at your fingertips that you knew you could 
shift how you feel in the moment. And then through a continual creating a healthy habit pattern, a habitual practice that you can literally shift the trajectory of your emotional response in the future. You can retrain yourself for that. Yeah. Complete game changer in the world of wellness because it, it then becomes a tool of empowerment. Yeah. And that's so interesting. I've not heard, I mean, I'm obviously aware of essential oils and I've used them myself over the years, but that, that, that explanation is very different from how I've ever heard it explained. And I think that's the most complete and makes the most sense of being able to understand how it works and why it works. And like you were saying, you know, so much of our life, I think is we just do things out of habit, right? We have these patterns, whether we like them or not, we do them. And if we're not stopping to pay attention to the patterns that we don't like, they'll continue for the rest of our lifetime. But having these these tools to be able to change our patterns, like we talked about at the beginning, about um, we talked about understanding our trigger points and those unwanted patterns, right? Being able to break those cycles. That's where a lot of our pain comes from, right? And we're all running. We don't, nobody wants the pain or discomfort, right? But being able to break those cycles and what you're saying with, with using essential oils and using, and, and using tools that are available to us um, to be able to do that is um, I, I just, I really love how you explained how they work. That That's a very good explanation. Thank you so much because it's so important because Typically, we know what our trigger points are. Yeah. Enough attention to it. We, we understand what our pain points are. So then think about it. You have a pure essential oil that is accessible to you. Maybe you have it in your handbag, your briefcase. And in at the office or at home, when you either get that phone call or that email where you start to feel very frustrated. Right. Mm-hmm you know, the anxiety starts to kick up um, or depressive feelings, feelings of sadness, of loneliness, right? At those trigger moments, we can then have that tool to be able to inhale, add an affirmation. Um, and that's a, a modality that I, um, in the process of writing about that I've just created, it's A&R, um, aromatic neuro repatterning. Mm-hmm. The- then we're able to use the affirmation as we're inhaling it and then create a healthy habit pattern, which then is retraining and rewiring the brain, right? And it's so powerful when we think about this from the aspect of neuroplasticity and ways that we can have and harness more um, self-responsibility, self-reliability on our well-being and our vibrancy on things like health, harmony, peak performance, emotional resilience, physical vibrancy. Um, in, and how good does that feel to know that you can modulate and shift your feeling response to yeah. the, is all around you and is ultimately, you know, there's always going to be some level of stress around us. Right, right us to determine how we're going to respond to it. Yeah. And it goes back to what we talked about, having that control over ourselves and and using the tools that are available. Um, Adora, this has been such an amazing conversation. I feel like I could talk to you for hours (laughs) and everything we've talked about today is just, I just, I really love the way you phrase things in your clear explanations. It's been um, such an eye-opening conversation. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, Sloan, thank you so much. It's been truly a delight and happy to come back and chat with you another time.
Yes. So before we close out, do you want to tell the listeners how they can find out more about you, your book and your other products that you offer? Sure. So if you visit us at adorawinquist.com and you click on the quantum community, you can join our quantum community. You'll get a wonderful free ebook. And I think we sent you a unique link, Sloan, for everyone to get ebook four tools for spiritual growth has a lot of insight and in how to work with the essential oils in this way how to work with affirmation and then you'll also get access to the adora alchemy library for all seekers and then you can choose one of the wonderful membership plans if you want to you can choose to learn more about the adora frequency this life-changing new program that I'm creating right now, as well as more information on the DNA book and our wonderful aromatic products and uh, premium curated essential oils. So you can become not only um, the alchemist, but the alchemy to curate Mm -hmm. your own mastery. Amazing. You're such a wonderful resource for, for our listeners. So thank you again for joining us, Adora. My pleasure, Sloan. Thanks again. Yes. You've been listening to the Create What You Speak podcast brought to you by webtalkradio.net. You can also hear the podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and your favorite podcasting platform. I'm Sloan Fremont, and I hope you'll join me for the next episode of the Create What You Speak podcast, where we will continue to free our minds, expand our consciousness, and untangle those thoughts and patterns that keep us from living the life we desire. Check out my website, sloanfremont.com, to learn more. Mm-hmm.